What's up, everybody? You're not tuned in to the Hey Now podcast. Hey Now. I want justice. Right? Is that not justice? That's street justice. What's wrong with street justice? Oh, just let the animals wipe themselves out. God right? will. Fuck them. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. The good guys, they die first, right? To protect the sheep, you got to catch the wolf. And it takes a wolf to catch a wolf. You understand? What? I said you protect the sheep by killing the motherfucking wolves. No, you didn't hear me. You listening, but you didn't hear me. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Hey Now podcast. On this episode, man, we got a chance to sit down with Andre Barrett. Andre Barrett is a New York City legend, man. What he did on the court, especially at his height, was just different. He was a guy that everybody wanted to be like when they was coming up. You know, the work that he put in Rice, the work that he put in Seton Hall, and the work he was doing when he made it to the league, you know, that's something that we should, you know, appreciate. And when I reached out to him, that's kind of like the focus that I wanted to kind of show, express the things that he had to do in order for him to be in the position that he is in. The work, the sacrifice, the grind, you know, I think people needed to hear that. And I think that's what we was able to capture. So I'm just very fortunate that he was able to, you know, take time out of his busy schedule to come kick it with us. So enough for me. Sit back, relax, and just enjoy this episode. I just want to send my condolences to Dre and his family. Love. This is the Hate Now Podcast. Fame NYC. Hey now. Podcast right here. <laughs> when the freshman coach used to come to the games, I that was kind of like a turnoff in a way. Like, I'm really? not trying to play freshman. freshman. Like, but if if it was... I, and I also seen that, yeah, because when you went to Rice, that's where you ended up playing. I like, played you Boston, but I, but I didn't just jump in and straight play Boston. Which, I, I respected the fact, don't... Don't... Give me something without earning it. I'm cool with that. But let me know that the top guy is looking at me, not, you know what I mean, the freshman coach. You get what I'm saying? So Mo used to be at all the games. That means to me, it meant I felt like he took his time to, you know, kind of show interest in, in me. Like, okay, he knows my game. You get what I'm saying? Like, who would, who would want to go to a school where the coach doesn't know their game. They had the main coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to play for the side coach. I'm trying to play for the main coach. So if the main coach know how good you are, then 
and Mo it's Hicks. A level, it's a level of comfort. Like, okay, you know what? Even if I do play freshman at JV, the main dude has evaluated me and seen how good I am and how good he felt I was. Gary Season never came. He would never come in the games, but at, he explained to me that that's how he always done things. Guys would come to St. Ray's all for the fact that St. Ray's, the history, the tradition, whatever, and then once you get there, it's kind of like you get placed where you're going to play. I was like... You wasn't really checking for that. I wasn't checking for the freshman team coach like that. <laughs> I didn't, I, I, you know what I mean? I felt like oh, I that's, was... That's I not was what you was trying to do. Yeah, I was supposed to know him when I first day of school, not, you know what I mean, while I'm in the eighth grade. And, you get what I'm saying? So I, I knew Mo, and I was just like, it's, fun, it's funny because dudes told me don't go to Rice. Really? Why? Because King Satterfield was there. They was had, Sack. But Sack played freshman, and he killed freshman. He, he averaged like 30. They had another dude, Tavon Seals, who, who was good. They had, it was a bunch of guards in the building. New so, York. Huh? Yeah, New York. was nice. Yeah, dudes was nice. But dudes was like, yo, you don't go. You ain't going to play until you're a junior. You ain't going to play Boston until you're a junior. All that stuff. So I was like, I'm, if I listen to y'all, like, I wouldn't be in a position that I'm in right now to pick what school I want to go to. You get what I'm saying? Like, you don't know Mo Hicks is at all my you, you don't you don't know that you know what I'm saying, but of course you're gonna say because you're looking at me like you ain't gonna play varsity. Not too many dudes play varsity. You, you small. You know what I mean? You don't have your own opinion. I knew if I go there, I'm gonna have to prove anyway. You get what I'm saying? So my confidence is like I'm already. I feel so like I'm you, you kind of like always had that like that book bag on. Like I always gotta like prove to somebody. You know? Always, always. I had to. Anytime you step on the court, somebody gonna look at me like. Especially when you out high. Size you up from the rim. Right. You get what I'm saying? So that that's what always fueled me. Like yo, if somebody sizes me up from the rip, I'm sitting there like, bet. Okay, now I'm gonna make you really feel this because I already peaked that. Like I watch everything, but I don't say nothing. I just I'm you observe. You observe. Yeah. So I, I can see as soon as you step on the court, somebody like because even like when we used to go out of town. Dudes are here about me, but they ain't know my height. My, you get what I'm saying? They just they just know the name. They, they know the name. So then when they see you and they put they're the like, name together, they're, they're like, oh, like fuck hey, it. Hey, that's the first thing. And that's what we want, though. And that's you I really said, got that dream all the time. All but the now time. with social media, Listen, everybody would have known. Like even like that's the camp. Crazy, Look, A B C D camp. Who'd you play against in A B C D camp? Everybody. Let the people know. <laughs> Chris Duhon. Uh, a dude, Jonathan Hargett, uh, Avery McQueen, a kid who went to Michigan, a little small guard, uh, Talik, Amari Sawyer, um, TJ Ford. Mm. TJ uh, Ford from Texas. Yeah, and that's okay. like my best friend. Oh, what? Yeah. That's my I guy. I love TJ Ford, man. That's family. That's family. Uh, who else I played? You name it. I, played, I went to ABC three times in high school. You, like, was, you was there the year LeBron and um, Omar yeah. Cook were there? Yeah. No, uh, Lenny Cook. Lenny yeah. Cook, Lenny yeah. Cook. Yeah, but I was a counselor then. That's, oh, okay. That's when I had, uh, was in college. Okay. But yeah, like, my senior year, that's, that was kind of like where it was like the guards, all the guards went there. Like, Omar and I went to Nike camp or whatever, but it was like more guards in ABCD. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget, I walked into the uh, the hotel, walked to the hotel, and, and when you come into ABCD, 
they can't like it's like front page of the uh, of the newspapers, like all the newspapers, because that's like the biggest thing for high school kids during that time. Mm-hmm. So it was either Nike or ABCD. Or ABCD. ABCD was a Reebok asset. No, nah, it was a Adidas. Adidas, oh, Adidas, 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 Adidas at that time. So they had a on the cover. They had like me on the cover, and they were just talking about me going to the camp and blah blah, blah and all this stuff. And talking about other all the top other dudes and I and I walked in. I ain't know what was good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, normal, like, it's camp. Like, mm-hmm. I already know dudes is gunning for me. I ain't tripping. I'm coming in already ready. Bullseye. Yeah, I already know. I'm used to it, so I'm cool with it. And as soon as I walk in, you just hear dudes. This Like, I ain't say nothing to nobody. I mean, I'm with my bags. I'm trying to check in. They dudes sitting in the lobby. On my buses. Hold up, nah, it's about to get crazy in this camp. Like that's how dudes was. Like everybody was just like, size you up, size me up, yo. Nah, you bugging. And then the whole week, I killed that whole week. I I, I was probably the only player or one of the only players to average ten and ten, and only played two quarters. You're gonna play two quarters. Double double quarters. You only play two quarters. Two quarters in camp. You good, they ain't checking for us, they checking for us, you already know. <laughs> we in the hood, you already yeah. know what they checking for. Yeah, you can only you can only play two quarters and you can only you can play two quarters and sometimes that lets you play they call it like the horse quarter. Mm-hmm. But the fourth quarter where if the game is close, you can sub, you can sub. Do whatever you want. But I only play two quarters. Average ten and ten. Did every time you go to that camp, like after the camp was done, you felt like your confidence was like now that you like meaning once school play came into play, like you was like nobody could check because I look what I was doing at these camps. Uh, or you always felt that nobody. I was think really I felt that more than anything playing with uh, Mr. Couch. Mr. Couch used to have the runs. Mr. Couch, where, man. Where Shout out to Couch, to, man. Dykeman, man. Shout yeah, out Mr. He Couch. He used to man. have the runs with uh, Mark Jackson, Anthony Mason, Allen Houston, Sham, Kareem, all of them. Kareem Reed. Uh, Felipe, all of them used to come and be in town. Like, and then it'd be like other NBA players, Damon Stoudemire, dudes come in town. Yo, that's and when I was my, like, that's my, wait, when I my, said when I was in before you finish, <laughs> that's my favorite player of all time. That's my, because I'm, I'm lefty. I'm lefty and all that. So I, my bad. I had, to, I had to throw that out there. So where would, the, where would this run happen? At John Jay or at, um, he used to have it at John Jay or, um, But he used to have the run and and yeah, no cameras at that time. Nah, no cameras and no nothing. Like I was like in the tenth grade when he used to have me go. And were you the only high school player at that time? At the time, it was the first time I went. It was me, somebody else. But he didn't invite too many high school players. Mm-hmm. You had to be the best. Like Ben Gordon used to go mm-hmm. when he was in high school. So tough. At high Who else? It was very few dudes that got invited. That got invited. Yeah, but he used to like put you through the, the ringer. Like mm-hmm. bottom dudes is playing, starting off. You had to run around the gym with the, the medicine ball. ball. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, do the little cool. like side workouts and do stuff. And you put in the work play. that they put in. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't even get in yet. It was kind of like you was paying your dues and then they throw you in mm-hmm. and mix you in. You know what I mean? You play a little bit. 
Then they take you out, whatever. But my confidence was getting up because he was playing with Mark, yeah, and Mark Jackson them would kind of grab me up, pull me to the side, like, yo, da da da, yo. You would listen. Something yeah, that these players need exactly, to do. Exactly because it. it but it we messes. know who they are. Yeah. The two. kids now don't know who they are. Like, the people from our time, they don't know who That's they true. are now. So, it's like you look at, they'll see somebody, Ross Strickland. Half of these kids don't know who the hell Ross Strickland I is. Since I was if Ross Strickland was to go up to one of these kids and try to Rob. talk to him, it'll no, be crazy. Yeah. Bro, oh, like so family. You, like so I, you working I, out with him is like you. But yeah, and it, you learning exactly. But it was also like more, more than anything. Like they wanted to teach. They, they wanted to teach, but they also, it was like they became family in a way of they wanted to see your progress. Like they felt like they, they wanted was attached you to, do good. to your success. Right. You get what I'm saying? So if they pulled you to the side and said, "Yo, like I never forget," Mark Jackson told me. And this is something I never forgot. He told me the game of basketball is 90% mental, 10% physical. He used to say that all the time. 90% mental, 10% physical. So he'd be like, yo, if you're not mentally confident enough. It's not for you. Nah, then your 10% of physical talent, you'll never be able to show because you're not confident enough to, to get to that point. So that something was always that, you know what I mean? Because me being smaller, had to be confident enough to show what you could do. If I if I felt like oh I couldn't play with these dudes, how would I show that I'm good enough to play with them? How many hours you spend like working on your game, man? How many hours? When you was coming up, I'm talking about high school. Like everybody, like everybody, like everybody, school, like everybody the you know, like everybody saw you, you know, on the court, you know, killing. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about the, like the behind the scenes. I just always love playing though. That that. That's the whole thing. So it wasn't even it hard was for even you. Even like, like, even like at Rice, I would play. I would play. We would practice for three, three hours, three, four hours. Dudes would leave, get dressed. Me and Sad would still be out there playing one on ones. Like dudes would be leaving, getting dressed. We'll play one on ones till our bus passes don't work no more. Mm. So we got to figure out and, and tell a bus driver why. I, like, we get on the bus this so late. So we got a fucking days, like, man. God like damn. Five hours, and I'm talking about, like, we going at it. Like, like we don't know each other. Mind you, me and Sat was playing against each other and with each other since we was eight. Since we was eight years old. So, like, it was times when me and Sat, I didn't, like, nobody liked Sat. Because Sat didn't pass the ball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, oh, we grew to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I play with him all my life. You understood so, his game. Yeah, I understood. Like, I understand, yo, when Sat bugging out and he yelling at him. Listen, just ignore him. Like, it's funny, to this day, we've recently been playing with each other. Tell yeah, I see that. that tournament, I it's said. It's just like in high school. And it's so funny because something go on, hi, yo, Dre, and I'll be like. <laughs> and he'll be like, and the other dudes on the team was like, yo, yo, you funny. You just ignore him. I'm like, because I know him. Like, all I got to do is just let him get his yelling off and then be like, yo, all right, I got this. Because if like, you get into it with him, it's going to fuck the whole game up. But it's not even that. It's just that that's how he is. He's so competitive. He's so competitive where he wants to win. It don't matter what it is. That's one thing with him. He wants to win. It's very few people that he trusts that, yo, listen, he going to win a game for us. So if... If he don't He's trust nobody, up in the moment he take it. Of winning, like it's not nothing personal against you. It's not. 
He wants to win. So if he got to yell at you and you fold and don't get him out the game, he ain't trying to win. You get what I'm saying? Which I understand that. You get what I'm saying? But some people would take it a different way. Like, yo, this I can't play with him because he hit me out my game. How is he getting me out? It's like normal. So now I see that. <laughs> Did you consider Cincinnati for that? Because of your relationship? Nah, with- but I think I think if me and him played it in college together, it, it would have been ugly. Would have been interesting? So you and him, Demar Johnson. Yeah, basketball is about chemistry too. We know each other so well. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know how many games that we really lost together. Like even recently when we played. We ain't lose. Like, yeah, do got. Yeah, let me like, let me say though, y'all do have a squad though, <laughs> in that tournament. Like y'all, yeah, y'all wildin'. Don't no, y'all got? Everybody got a crew. But y'all got homicide too though, right? No, but everybody got a crew though. Every other team got. The, I'm from New York though, so yeah, I understand yeah, the yeah, New York yeah, team, yeah. and I know. That that's a crew. Because no, I followed these people before. You're Coming right, up, right? right? But everybody got a crew, though. But, Dre, going off uh, what Jimmy said uh, about you maybe going to Cincinnati, um, seeing Kenny Sat become a McDonald's All-American, did that, like, drive you, like, all right, like, I got to be Yeah, going. I mean, you know what? He was before me, so it was, like, certain things that happened with him. Like, people don't understand, like, when I was in seventh, eighth grade, seventh, sixth grade, probably, I was like tabbed as one of the best in New York. So to carry that all the way through, you know what I mean? I'm not really thinking about anything outside of New York. It's kind of like I'm trying to be the best in New York because I got other dudes that's gunning for me in New York. So who were some it, of those people? I mean, of course, me, Omar, Talik. Like mm-hmm. it was, we had three McDonald Americans. So. All in the same oh, position. Shit. All right, in the same position. At the same time. At the same time. All in the same so position. Like it's different. Like if you had different, a man. big man, a guard, and a wing player, that was all y'all not competing in the same position. Yeah. We had three dudes in the same position in the same city fighting for that crown. Shout out to you for winning that that fight. <laughs> Just gotta throw that out there. Shout out to my no. guy. You, no. Hey, listen. Hey, no. you don't want to say it. No. At the end of the day, you won that listen. battle, my you brother. You don't have to say it. We can say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, real talk though. Like, we all was different in a, in a way, but we all pushed each other to be what we were. Because me and O was battling. Me, Owen Sleep was battling before we even got to the high school stage where it was a platform where everybody took real Everybody was high. And everybody High school will never be what high school was. Religiously, like, yo, nah, he better because this, he better because it, it was always, oh, he better. That tick so, attack right there. Yeah, so we always pushed each other to be better. It was like old player in Christ the King where they was top 25 in the country. I played at Rice where we was top 25 in the country. Talik, he got it a little bit easy because he was in the B division, but he was tearing everything up. And then in the summertime, he was tearing things up too. So we kind of was like, nah, he he get his respect because he do the same thing he doing in the B division and in the, the, in the, the summertime. summertime. But it was like, even like with me and O, it was like, if I have a game and I'm in Maui Classic in uh, Hawaii playing a Nike tournament, or we in Slam Dunk to the Beach in Delaware, and I'm getting... 20 and, and 15, 
Owen, South Carolina, he done just got 20 and 10. And they won. You get what I'm saying? So it was like, anything I did, it was like. Everybody. He that did was something. All oh, no, but he did something too. It was never like, yo, oh, yo, you did this. And that was it. it was, yeah. Yo, here, nah, Trey killing. You ain't doing. It was always like, you go look in the paper. He had it. Like, so you, you, know what I mean? you guys were paying attention. Oh no, so we was, was close friends. <laughs> we all was close friends. Like oh, even okay. our recruitment, we was close friends. Where where the coaches mm. would call us, we would tell each other what the coaches say. Mm. Compare notes. So that ain't nobody gonna lie to us. We all know each other. We know we all the top guards. So you gonna say, yo, who you want more than the other? So that we know where y'all stand. Man. You Keith, know what I'm saying? Kiki was after y'all, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Kiki played in junior high school with me too. Yeah, yeah, but Kiki was after. He played in junior high school. But he's like young, uh, he's younger. way younger, he's younger or junior? No, 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 a year or two. So when you was he in high school, he was still in yeah, high school? Yeah, he played with me in high school. He played with me in high school. But yeah. But, uh, so the coaches didn't yeah, know that though. Steve Berg still, I seen him playing the other mm-hmm. day, nigga still won't pass the ball. <laughs> Shit is crazy. Tell my man Steve Bird, let it fly. It, it yo, let it, yo, fly, he lets it fly. Like his pops. Yeah, facts. They a bucket. That's that. He always that boy that. still he don't pass the ball, man. I see the play right here across the street. Always, he's a bucket. But yeah, like we always was competing, so it was like we never had where it was just one person at the top of the mountain, and and then it was like NYC was guard city. One go up. It was like we kept pushing each other up, so it was like we had to figure out, like, yo, all right, we beating each other up. When we go on the road, everybody got to get killed because we've been battling each other for so much. Uh, when you look outside. So you got to show them some love. They uh, have to get some yeah, love. Yeah, you have to because we, we literally battle each other in the backyard. We playing against each other every single day. You can't go somewhere and say, yo, Oh, is this? Somebody gonna say Dre is this? Somebody gonna say Talik is this? Like it was just constantly. It was people that hated us because every time they opened the paper, we was in there. When you say Talik Brown, yeah, UConn, yeah, he's from he from Queens, right? Yeah, he's from Queens. You from Harlem, right? No, I'm from the Bronx. BX and always from Brooklyn. Damn, so my niggas don't get no love in Uptown, B. But there was before you, um, Ricky and Cholo. Gria brothers? Yeah, they was yeah, they was before. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my that's my block. Okay, okay. I know them. They from my hood. Yeah, they was nice though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so nice. they made some bread overseas. Mm-hmm. So now you know we covered a little bit about you know high school. A lot of it. Yeah, we were, a lot. No man, listen, high school. Good they, conversation. Look, look, we even for look what we yeah, did for for Dre. Okay, we switched, we switched everything, everything up. There's not even how <laughs> we do the podcast. But you were spitting some shit that we just gonna continue with. We we just doing it, bro. So, man, in high school, man, you was you was all everything, man. Uh, over a thousand points, over a thousand Beast. assists. So you end up going, you know, to Seton Hall. So like you, what you were saying earlier, y'all just took it by storm, you know? How was that, you know? How was that transition, like, putting Seton Hall, like, like on the map, you know? Kind of like having that little target on your back, because now you're playing these big-time schools, you know? Like, so how was you able, like, to handle that? Or, like, that was something that you, that uh, you thrive uh, for, like, that's what you wanted. You know what? I learned a lot about what I played with before I got to see them all. Like, as far as, like, when you went to Rice, I didn't have to be, like, the leader. Like, 
in, in the sense of I was a leader, but I didn't have to vocally be the leader. I could just go out there and let my do game the do, the, do, the do the leading, and everybody did their job. Everybody was good enough to just do their job, which made us a great team. When I got to Seton Hall, it was like, it's overtime. You got to do a lot more work because these other schools, with what you had at Rice, they got at these other schools now. You so y'all all looking the so, same. Yeah, so now it's like, yo, this ain't as easy as, you know, I can't just step on the floor and just let my game do its own. And that's when the Big East was exactly. the Big East. So it, it was hard for me because I wasn't the vocal type to be a leader. I wasn't yelling at this person or was holding this person accountable. Definitely I, I expected okay. the coach to do that. You get what I'm saying? But when you get to college, they expect the point guard to do that just as much as the coach does. Right. So for me, it was a struggle because I'm sitting there like, they should be leading me mm-hmm. rather than me leading them. I'm only a freshman. But because of that experience, it allowed me to be a better leader, a better point guard, a better player because now I had to figure out how am I going to get this person to compete with the number three pick on UConn? The number four pick on UConn. Number nine Not pick. Pick. Yeah, at Boston College. So you really had to. You so saying? you really like, had to know your teammates. So you because you had, had to, to figure out what, what what gears to push. I had to know everything, literally everything. And one thing that Lewis Orr, he was a good coach for me because he allowed me to just run the show, run the team. Like he basically said, "Don't look at me when you're on the floor. Do not look at me." He said, "If I feel like I." You know, might change a play or something, then I'll tell you. But other than that, don't look at me. Just just play. And you make all the decisions out here because I trust you. So now I'm out there calling my own stuff, calling my own plays. We in the huddle. He like, yo, Dre, what you want? And you get what I'm saying? So now I'm over here like Dang. thinking the game now. Thinking and I'm playing and I'm 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 calculating how many shots this dude got, how many shots this dude got, and people coaching. I'm pretty much coaching in a sense, but You're coaching and playing. But you love Brian. Like, even shit. like my friends would be like, "Yo, why you ain't shoot the ball more? Like you could have took thirty shots today." And I'm like, "Yo, I got teammates. You don't man. understand. Like it's a it's a process to this. We ain't in the hood no more, I'm gonna bro. Need him in the next game. So if he plays well now, his confidence for when we play this team." It's going to be high, so I ain't got to worry about him for the next game because he played well. I ain't worried about myself. I know I'm going to get mine. But how am I going to make everybody else get this? And we going to win. So now I need a group of dudes that's confident that when we play against the Yukons and the Syracuses, they're not afraid. They're confident enough to know that, yo, we better than them. Me, I know I'm better than them. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's how my confidence was. I, I don't was. know about y'all, but I yeah, know I'm I know that. Them. I know that. Now, I got to get y'all to believe that we're just as good and better than them. You know what I mean? Where did I, let me ask you, where, where did I, where do you think that, that comes from? His father. Experience of, of learning, of, of learning how to be a leader. I have a dad. Taking my bumps and bruises. Yeah, of course, my pops always. Like, like shout out to him. Yeah, he, actually refed, he actually ref. He actually Yeah, like, last last episode, I got a little emotional because you know a lot of us don't grow up with our father, but there's yeah. some lucky ones like me, like you, mm-hmm. that we got our pops out there. Sure. So people don't understand that having your having your moms, you're always basically gonna have your moms. 
unless you me, but that's not the point. But you're always going to have your mom. But having your father there, bro, knowing mm -hmm. that some of your friends don't have their father, it's you just, uh, it's important, and you just appreciate the fact yeah. that you got a man in the crib to yeah. let you know, like, yo, you are bummed. What are you doing? Like, you got to do this different, like, especially if your father knows about basketball. Yeah, yeah, my pops, he was, he was different, though, like, in the sense of, like, I see a lot of these dudes now, like, they, they pops, just like, the hype man, but... Yeah, ain't no they hype over, over here. Yeah, yeah, ain't no hype over and here. And they don't realize that when they go to college, some coach is might look at your kid as he ain't as good as what you think, think he is. And that's why I like LaVar Ball. you playing for your pops. You're playing for this for the, That's why I like LaVar Ball, because he tells his kids when they ain't doing shit. I seen a video the other day, and he, tell, he telling Jello, you ain't making it to the NBA doing that bullshit. You got to get your shit together. You ain't doing this. I use him. Cause basically that's the parent that is out there, yeah. that is loud as hell, is vocally involved. So that's why I use him as an. I'm sure there's a whole lot of fathers out there no, that yeah, do the yeah, same. Yeah, for sure. But, but he's out there. They telling the wrong thing. My pops, it, it was, it's funny because anything I did, my pops kind of looked at me like. That's not how you do it. No, it was just like okay, that's cool. Like. You know what I mean? you, yeah, like, yeah, you ain't you ain't that guy yet. Nah, you yeah, that's it. yeah, and it's funny because it's not <laughs> until probably about three, four years ago we we had to talk about it, and he was just like, "Yo, like he was just like, you know, I'm proud of you about you know just like I never thought you would make it this far." He was like, "Yo, it's funny, I I waited so long for somebody to bust your ass." Like he was like, "Yo, I, I every time I come to the game, I'll be like, yo, this is the game.'" You know? He said, for some reason, you would always do what you do. Yeah. And he's like, yo, it was to the point where it was just like, he's for real. Like, this is this is serious. Like, you know what I mean? It's not, you get what I'm saying? Because he looked at me through. It was genuine. No, nah, but it was like, he just always looked at it like, okay, he can't just keep having success like this and somebody don't get at him. But that kept you humble at the same yeah, time. Yeah, but I always look for him to be like, Yo, 30 and 10, you killed her. That's not happening. And I get 30 and 10, and he'll look at me and be you like... You could have had 40 and 20. Missed two free throws. <laughs> like, and I'm like, what? Like, my mom would be like, baby, you play well. My pops would be like... We still was all right. Missed like, a free throw. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he'll just say something and throw me off. Like, But the one time he actually, like, I saw, like, him really, like, Show emotions and, and it's funny because he don't never he'll just sit there the whole time. That, that nigga sounds like my pops. No emotions. But when we played Pittsburgh and it was like number four in the country. Who was on that squad? Right? I know yeah. Ramon and them uh, or before no, that. No, no, it was like uh Carl Krause. Carl Krause uh, from the Bronx. Brandon Knight, all them. And we beat them. We beat them. And uh I think I hit the game winner or something. And he couldn't control his emotions. He ran on the court. And hugged me like every, the, the crowd stormed, and he ran on the court. And it, we got a, like it's a picture That's of like he jumped. I didn't even know it was him. Like he just ran it, and we I just hugged whoever it was, and it was him. And to this day, we laugh about it all the time because he never shows emotions mm -hmm. of like you know he's of course he's definitely happy about you know. <laughs> But he's he a father was, first, yeah, my brother. But, he, but not even that. He never. We understand that. That I was bigger than what. What you? Anybody else thought? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like okay, they. He humbled that. you. Yeah. So when he did that, it was like an ongoing thing in the house. It's like 
he laughed at him because it's like, yo. Like, how did you get past the security? Did he, like, did he, you know what I mean? Like, did he, he didn't even realize that he was on the court? No, he didn't even, listen, he didn't even realize. It was just like, he just was caught up it in the court. It was a moment. And he stormed the court, and he jumped on the court, and he hugged me and all that. And everybody was just looking like, they was just like, yo. I was just like, I'm hugging him, jumping around. I'm like, I, I realized, like, yo, what are you doing on the court? Like, how did you, how did you get past the security? But... That's how he was, though. He always, like, he never said, like, he just observes the game. He mm-hmm. observes it. Like, he might, if I ask him questions, he'll definitely, you know, give me advice about, like, what he thought, like, what I should have did or something like that. But he never really, like, if the game is rolling, it'll just be like. I have a question. Right. So, how tall are you? 5'9", 5'10". 5'9", five, 5'10", five, give or take, depending on the shoe. Mm-hmm. Did you ever... Depending on the shoe. Oh, depending on the shoe. <laughs> and a versus versus uh, hyperfuse, we don't know. Did you ever feel like you had to face unnecessary opposition because you weren't a six-foot guard, a six-four guard? And if you did, how did you deal with that? Or did people underestimate you? Thinking they could have I their think, way because yeah, you were. Always, I mean, I think everybody, everybody thought that they could have it. Mm-hmm. Anybody who, you know, what I mean, when you see, I do it. It's funny because I do it if I see if I'm playing against somebody that's smaller than me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, he too little, like, you yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> so I already know other people already thought the same way. Mm-hmm. But it's just a matter of just competing. Like once you step on the floor, I got things that you ain't got. You might have things that I don't got. But guess what? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do the things that you ain't got better than you could do the things that you got over me. So, you get what I'm saying? Like, so, you're being so, humble, but I have to stir the part. <laughs> Whose ass did you bust in high school that had a name? You know what? Talk I, about it. Nah, I, I ain't really. You know, I you, just won. You're being I, polite. You're being nah, polite. I'm telling you, winning, winning to me was busting anybody ass. Like, that's all I cared about was winning. I didn't care about the individual matchup. So for me, winning titles, getting in a championship, like that was, I bust your ass. I don't care what you say. Like, it doesn't matter. You could have had 30. I might have had 30 and 10, but I'm gonna get the win. So that trumps anything. You get what I'm saying? So for me, winning was- That's very PC, I understand. No, no I'm <laughs> telling you, no. Nah, like honestly, win, could, because winning was the reward for mm-hmm. anybody. Yo, this were considered the better players. And you gotta remember, this 2000, 2001. Yeah, this is when winning actually mattered. Yeah, yeah. Now, there, was, now, there was humility yeah, in now, the now, now when you just wanna do stuff on Instagram and just show off and stuff, you, you feel me? This is yeah. like real basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Real, right. Right. real New York yeah. basketball. When you was in Boston cheering for the bum-ass Red Sox, <laughs> this <laughs> was real like New York City basketball. basketball. Like what Dre was saying, you know, this, this is when, you know, you Captain knew you was nice was crazy. when you was coming I out. I went to Carlo Hayes. You was B, but was when you was coming out on newspapers. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Dre said Hayes was terrible. We had Jamal, well, though. Uh, yeah, imagine. Yeah, a real yeah, long yeah, time ago. Yeah. <laughs> that was like 40 years yeah, ago. that was ages ago. Uh, but Dre, like how you would say, you know, like now we have social media, but back in the day, like you knew you was good, you know, when you was coming out on the newspapers. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's something that, you know, a lot of people forget. It but was hard to get in the paper. 
you have to be good, like what you said. If you in the paper with the Knicks and Yankees and all that, you somebody. You get what I'm saying? Like that. It wasn't you. The news wasn't reported like like that. You know what I mean? It was crimes. It was bad things going on, and then the good things was sports. So if you was in high school getting in the paper. That was like you was putting in work. You get what I'm saying? I never made the papers because I had somebody called Tom Murray, that bum ass nigga. I can't stand him, and I I hope he's like 90 and he like about to you know take off. Yo 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 yo. We're gonna keep it positive. Yo Dre, my bad. Yeah, you just fucked up. Yo, having a good way. Yo, he fucked up. We have to do this. He fucked up. We have to do this. Yo, he fucked up my whole. I listen. I wasn't the best. Kid with like the best attitude. That's your problem. Yeah. That was my that was my that was my problem. Okay, so like so, so, so how you was, get mad at yeah. him? Because he's an asshole. And but you would too. All right, but if you all right, you right, Dre, you right, all right, you right. But I was only an asshole because of everybody before him that was coached under him. They. You know, this is what they told me. Like, yo, you know. So you already came in with that with attitude. With the attitude. So what makes and then my best friend. And then my best friend was the best player on the team. Oh, okay. So at some point, the only reason I was on the team at some point. Because your best friend. Was because my man was the best player on the team. And that's why they did. Because he said, yo, listen. Get this nigga out he got to be on the team. If he not on the team, you feel me? Like. And I appreciate that because not everybody would do some shit like that. But he was about to, he was going to play anyway. So that nigga ain't fooling me. You know James Feldin? Yeah, him. So you feel me? He was like, yo, you got to keep on. Yeah. I got kicked out freshman year off the freshman team and they brought me back. I got kicked out sophomore year on the sophomore team and they brought me back. Junior year, I got kicked off of varsity and they brought me back. I was the problem. Yeah, you was Bonzi Wells. And I want to, my nephew, he's like balling right now. I put him in Catholic school for sixth grade and all that. And, you need to, and, you and you I'm trying to, to teach him not to do what, you what, do. what I did. You feel yeah. me? Cause, this is a lesson. Yeah, because listen, at the end of the day, what I did, I would change. Might not have a friend like James. Exactly. <laughs> Facts. You, you know feel I mean? me? And, and at the end of the day, I want him to be play basketball. I stopped my freshman year college. I was gonna make the team, and the coach called Coach Murray and asked him, "Yo, will you you know give me some?" He's like, "Listen, if you're not gonna play him, don't put him on the team. If you're gonna rescue him, don't put him on the team. If you're gonna play the kid, he's gonna play. He's gonna hustle. He's gonna do everything. But if you're gonna sit him on the bench, it's gonna be a problem." And after that, my career was... was going to put you on the bench? Uh, but yeah, uh, I was going to go on the bench. We, 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 we so the nigga said, yo, listen, <laughs> it's between you and this kid. This kid is taller than you, so you know. Oh, he was that That one pissed one. me off, he though. Because that, that tall shit, my whole life, been... That shit get me tight. The tall stuff, the no, you too short, the no, you this. And I don't beat every obstacle. I couldn't beat that college obstacle, though, so. Uh, now that we're done, you know, from Gabby's a little soap opera. You know, I gotta, I you know, to, I gotta throw my shit out there, I man. I wanted to ask you, Dre. I like so, talking to real basketball players. So, uh, your career at CEO, you had a great career, you know. Um, I think you ended incredible up career. Seven, I think. Um, you also was uh, inducted into their athletic hall of fame. Um, 
Um, so then when draft came around, you know, um, didn't get drafted, right? Mm-hmm. What was your, what kind of thoughts went through your head? You know, like did you feel politics like, as usual? You know, like nah, what, what you went through what? your mind? Uh, it's crazy because my agent had told me if a couple of teams wanted to pick me in the second round, and he told me that he told me no, and I was pissed off at that because you know I'm not, taking not, the second round. Want to get picked? We but from he, New York. We but take he that. Explained to me that if you don't get took in second round, you get a choice of where you want to go. Which who was in need of what? You get what I'm saying? A lot of dudes that get picked second round, they just get picked just to get picked and then they get cut. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, I'm not trying to hear that. Like oh, I don't care. Just I want to hear my name. You want to hear your name called? Yeah. But it was the best thing for me because I was able to sign a deal with Houston, but he... And what year was that? My first year out. So... No, wait, what what calendar year? 03, I think. 04. 04, 04, 04. So, when he, when he did that, at the time, I was pissed off about it because, I, you know what I mean? Of course. You know what I mean? You see other guys that get drafted, but then... Especially the other guys whose ass you busted. Yeah, I mean, no, you can he, say it's polite. I tried to get it out of. And if you want to know, if you want to throw some names, I, I hit people with bats. They're not coming over here. <laughs> Just in case you want to throw their name no, out. No, but yeah. So I mean, after that, I mean, once I got over the fact of you know the name calling because I seen a bunch of people that got second round drafted and didn't make it open the day roster or mm. never even played in the NBA. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So. At that time, he knew something that I didn't know, which, you know, is the business side of it. But, I mean, I wasn't, now that I look at it, I'm like, that was a great decision. But at the time, I was like, you know, but it was back to work. Once draft night is over, it's like, it's it's back to work. You had a party? I think, uh, they had a party set up for me. I didn't go. You did your own party. I I respect it. I did everything because I was still in the I did my graduation party. I worked out for damn near every team in the league, like, during that whole draft process. So, for me, I was just like, yo, I had good call, reviews, everything, but it didn't happen. And, you know, my agent told me of, you know, certain teams. He told them no. All right, cool. And I'll never forget, that day, very next day, I think I, oh, I just went in the track and just ran running, just thinking, whatever, whatever. Clear my mind, I was like, all right, it's back to business. It's basketball. Get back to work. Make it happen. You got some, you so, never thought overseas at that moment? Mm-hmm. You I, no, I wouldn't even think about that. No. So, because I had already had teams that was interested. interested. So it was just like. So you end up at Houston. Your mm-hmm. first year. Walk us through what your rookie year in Houston is like. Who was you playing with? Rookie what rookie year? What, was there rookie hazing? Who uh, took you under the wing? I've been to Houston, so I know what oh, Houston's no. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk to me about what uh, NBA life off the court is like in Houston, too. No, first of all, on the court, I played for Jeff Van Gundy. Okay. He's old school Gabby's coach. Free. Played. I like Jeff. Coach under. They dragged his ass. Uh, <laughs> Pat Riley. Like, real tough. Tough-minded. Like, hey, rookies earn it. So, like, my schedule was, like, crazy. Like, I'm talking about, like, where I had to get up at, and practice was at 10. I had to be there at 7, lifting, running on the treadmill, getting up shots with a coach, 
Actually, it's funny because all the coaches that he had on the staff are head coaches now. Tom Thibodeau, mm. he was assistant coach. Steve Clifford, that coach Kemba last yeah, year. Yeah, he's in Orlando right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Briscoe. Uh, who else is the other dude? Uh, Andy Greer, he's <coughs> in Minnesota with Thibodeau. Um, his whole staff is just full of guys that basically is still coaching. Coaching like, in the NBA. league. Yeah. Like so, 16 years after. Yeah, so fact. like I had like a personal coach where like Clifford was like my guy. I had to had to lift, run on the treadmill, get up shots, and this was before practice started. Then when everybody started coming God, in, man. I would have to practice, but couldn't like come out of practice. Like no rest. Like the whole practice. You got T Mac? Tracy, Yao, Yao Mang, Jim Jackson, Kimbe Matumbo, Tyron Lu, uh, Tyron Lewis is, is a head coach now. Yeah, I know you was busting T. Oh, yeah, nah, that's my guy. Oh, that's cool. That's light. I don't care. That's cool. That's cool. That's alright. Uh, I know you bust T. Lewis. Man, we had we had a we had a crew, but all them guys was vets. It was only young dudes was like me and Reese Gaines and Reese Gaines. Reese Gaines from Louisville. Yeah, and okay. Reese was his. It was his second year in Houston. Yeah. He was in Orlando, then he got traded with Tracy over to, okay, Houston. to Houston. So we was the youngest dudes. So, like, they used to run us a muck. I'm talking about, like, it was times where you wake up in the middle of the night, 3 in the morning, nervous because you missed practice. Like, you, you like, like, the time is it? It's 3 o'clock. Like, practicing until, like, 10. Like, you just, he just had you, like, where you was a rookie. You had to prove yourself, mm-hmm. which... Nobody else in the league or many teams like coaches don't really do, do that hard on the rookies. But his whole thing was like, you're going to earn. You're going to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're going to earn your keeps. And, and you're going to develop a work ethic where this is what you do. This is what you do to have a career in the NBA or to be a professional in general. This is what pros do, the elite pros. And so, you was in Houston. I'm sure the Utah coach didn't feel the same that's way. That's what I'm saying. It me? was those same type of guys that, you know what I mean, the, the older coaches that were – season they they've been around for a while so they they wasn't on that yo you're a rookie and we're gonna roll the red carpet out for you and you're gonna change our team nah you're gonna learn from these older guys charlie ward these dudes charlie gonna learn ward from, florida you state and you also said that you're uh that you're more observant so what players were you once you was in the league that you was kind of like observing or kind of like trying to like pick their brain like in a sense uh you know what you was with Skip? Nah, Skip came. It's funny because when I went to Toronto, Skip went to Houston. That's what. Okay. Yeah. But um. I was recently in Toronto. Yeah. What was life for you? It wasn't. Yo, but a, let him answer the first question you asked yet. him, though. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My, go ahead. You, I mean, he probably forgot by now. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? Well, well, uh, I mean, off the court. Houston, Houston. I mean, every city is. Has his own you chill with Jay Prince yeah. and all. Yeah, did you meet Jay yeah, Prince? At the time, no. Nah, he was. I think he was younger at the time. Like, did you listen to Chopped and Screwed? That's the first thing that it's funny because TJ, me and TJ, were real close. Okay. And when I was in Houston, I used to be like, "Yo, Jay Z, this." You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. same New York rappers. He like. He was like DJ Screw. Yeah, he like yo. DJ Screw. They don't. Li- they wasn't listening to Jay Z. How you on that Pimp C? Yeah, they was listening to this. Screw we played, and I'm like, what the? 
Like these dudes sound like they high drunk. Like what's they, they was all on lean. lean. They was yeah, all on lean. It was like they cut it up. But that was in New York. Flow. Lean like, yeah, was not in New York. Yeah. Lean didn't get to New York till now, bro. Yeah, we wasn't listening to that. Hell, we're listening to Jay-Z, Big yeah, Pippin, Spanish exactly, Cheese. Come exactly. on, dog. So you get traded to Toronto. Mm-hmm. What's that experience like? Toronto's a great city. I ain't gonna lie. I was there last week. Yeah, the the Six. Nice. I, I mean, I'm not a Drake fan, but I like the Six. But you are a Boston fan. <laughs> I'm from there. And they fucking trash, no, my, name, my no. man. Red Sox is eight games hey, ahead, but I don't want to digress. We're, we're, we're talking about basketball, my man. I don't want to digress. We had nah, a good uh, conversation. Toronto's man. nice. I mean, clean city, diverse. Imagine Drake different. was popping back then. Yeah. It would have been Lydia. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he got he got the city popping, but it was always Toronto. Not, like, nah, one. Toronto has. You went to Caravana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said yeah, yeah. Okay. I know I you are married. I know you are married man now. You are married man now. Oh, not you single. But you're not single either. No, I'm single. Oh, so yeah, how was the ladies in Toronto? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, right? Yeah, Toronto's hey. different. Hey, listen, man. you ain't gonna find a girl now after that bullshit you just said. <laughs> yeah? yeah? It's over for yeah. your marriage yeah. dreams. Yeah, you stupid. Now, Toronto's nice. All, I mean, every city got, you know, it's fun. When you're in the NBA, you kind of do a lot. I mean... You can have fun. You see dudes in New York that go out like you, know, you, you got the option to do. But Jr. Smith took New York to another level. Yo, chill, that's my guy. Yo, that's my guy. Because Jr. Smith love New York. Yo, my was shot there. Everybody love New York. It's hard to get out of Dykeman, yo. All right, but it's hard to get out of Dykeman. You heard? Gotta chill, man. Hey, Jr. Hey, I still see Jr. in Dykeman. And he don't even play in New York. That's my guy. I, Shout out to my man Swish. I fuck with J.R. Smith, bro. Oh I, it's just, he's a wild. You see, Barrett is yeah, low you know, key. You know what's crazy? I don't think that is wild. I just think that. He wasn't married at look, the time. Look, I just. But at the time, I mean, you gotta understand. Everybody wild boy. Young, like, you trying to. No, but I like it, though. You know what's crazy? I, hey, Dre, I'm cool with it. You know what? And also, another thing that uh, I just wanna say a lot of people don't understand, like, these players, you know. They're, they're humans, you feel me? They just like us. It just so happened that their Everything job they do is you crazy. know, it's just that they're in the NBA, but like niggas gotta go have fun and decompress because shit is stressful, yo. And then sure. and, and one thing people don't understand. And when you're from New York, New Jersey, it's just even harder. But you bro. play basketball all day. Damn. You got like you gotta get your mind off the game. Like, what are you gonna do? You gonna sit in the house and I'm, I'm not, boxing? I'm not you, saying it as no, a bad I'm thing. Saying, like, people get like, some dudes abuse it where they like, but no, as a, yeah, yeah, as a, a balance. You have to have a balance. You can't be beating yourself in the head about the sport you play. But people that go to work, when you having a bad day at work, what do they do? Go to after hours. So you get what I'm saying? Happy they don't get up. criticized. You don't say nothing about them. Some of the people in the corporate world are wilder than athletes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Facts. First of all, I've seen it. I've Yo, seen it. way wilder than athletes. So, so at and the they end, white. No. I just want to, I just need to throw that out there so that we don't. It don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. It don't matter. Nah, but listen, but people, the white people the get lit. People, they, they going through stuff where, you know, that, that might be a little bit of releasing stress. Mm-hmm. Going out, you know, enjoying yourself or whatever. But it still, it doesn't mean that you're not doing your work or you're not back to work. So when an athlete does it, maybe because people look at what they do and they, they, they got a scope on, you know, the athlete, you make it into a big thing. Now, like I said, some kind of overdo it. 
But if I'm in a club and you in a club, you got a job too, right? Mm-hmm. But you staring at me, looking at everything I'm doing. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not looking at you to see what you're doing. You're looking at me. So anything I do, you're going to go back and say, yo, he was in the club last night. He right. was standing on the couch. He was doing, you get what I'm saying? But that- you could have been standing on the couch in the corner, but ain't nobody know. When, when, when you used to go out, because I know you used to go out before way more than you go out now, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. The people you hung out around with, like, did they like hold it down? Like, yo, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like see, chill, like move back, like you can't be here, like yo. Nah, see, you know what? Don't. What, I mean, what? you didn't have cameras, but now there's cameras, obviously. With me, I went out with all my friends that I grew up with. Like when I was in town, everybody that was around me was people that I knew since. Young. Was young. young, so they knew it wasn't no new faces jumping in. If it was, it was somebody that we knew, like you know what I mean. Keep the circle and it was like, yeah. So like, it was like we was all family. When we went out, we all moved as one. When it was time for everybody to leave, it was like, yo, you good, you good, you good, you good, because we all knew each other, mothers, fathers, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, mm-hmm. sisters. We knew everybody. So it was like when we going out. Oh nah, tell yeah yeah yeah. We all family. We out. We having a good time. We ain't even concerned about the other crowd. It was. Our immediate friends, and I'm talking about dudes that I played with AAU, Kips Bay, like, literally grew up with. with mm-hmm. So, the comfort level was like, we all gonna make sure everybody good. It yeah. ain't because, yo, Dre is Dre, it's because we all family. Everybody gonna make sure everybody good. When we leave, we all leave. When, you know what I mean? It ain't, yo, this person and this, and who knows where this person went. Nah, where you going? You good? You, good? you with him? All right, cool, yeah, go. Like. I, I have a question. So, <clears throat> being a high-profile athlete from New York, um, at Rice, went to Seton Hall, how did you deal with the off-the-court pressures of now being a professional athlete? Maybe people had their hands out, people expecting things. How did you manage that dynamic? I mean, I, I always... See, in New York, when you're young... You kind of get a pre taste of, taste of, of what life. It's gonna be like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Facts. if you make it to that level, being from New York, if you're in the sixth grade, fifth grade, and people are talking about you, those people are gonna be around you because they're expecting you to be yeah. the next thing. So you get an early taste of certain things that might happen. Now it might not be happening at the same level as being a little bit older, yeah. you know, but the attention is there. Mm-hmm. So when I was younger, I knew how to do interviews. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sixth grade, seventh grade, I knew how to talk in front of a camera because yeah. I was getting cameras in front of me yeah. at age. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So now some people might not get that until they get to college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for them, it's it's, it's new. Uncharted some people, territory. Yeah. Well. Some people don't know how to act with that. Now mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Their head might get big and think, "Oh, I'm I'm this and that." Mm-hmm. I was dealing with it when I was young. So for me. It was kind of like, okay, that's, you know, I, I know how to move, I know how to... So you had media training at an early age? It was, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't actual, like, media training classes, but it was just like... Life experience. You had the experience. You had the experience. So you was able to, once you got older, it didn't excite you. It was like, okay, you know, just gotcha. So you, you took us through your Houston journey your Canada journey how many teams your Chicago journey 
Yeah, I was, I was gonna get to that. We're not even gonna talk about the New York journey because he's from no, New York, no, so but, he knows that New York. No, no, no. But that's actually I did wanted to kind of touch on that because you went from like different, you know, mm-hmm. different city, different state, basically different country, different countries as well. So your family really didn't get that chance to kind of like see you as often, you know. Mm-hmm. With you playing with them, like they could actually, you know, hop in a car, you know, and go see you. Yeah, so yeah, I wanted yeah. to actually. Did, did that kind of is that something that you kind of like wanted to do when was have your family be able to come see you? Of course, I mean they were always were supportive. My family was definitely supportive since forever. It was the parents that was always coming to all the games. Like some people's parents never showed up, but mine was like everybody's parents. Like you know what I mean. My whole AU team kind of considered my parents as you know being their parents if their parents weren't there. So of course, I think. Even making the decision going to Seton Hall, I was happy that they was able to be at every game. You know what I'm saying? Professionally, they wasn't at as many games as I wish they could have been at, but they were still there whenever the ones that they could make. Because you understand, when I was playing professionally, I had a little sister that they had to go see too. Who was actually who was dead nice? Yeah, so I had my you little know, she sister. went to Maryland. Yeah, my little sister. So they had to give her the same support that they gave me, which I understood that and respected mm-hmm. that because you know she was going through what I was going through at high school level, college level. So that support, I know how much it meant to me. I kind of looked at it as okay, that was there for me throughout the whole step of the way. It's her turn now, so it didn't it didn't bother me as much. You know what I mean? But of course they you know, they, they had their chances and opportunities to come see me as a professional. And still to this day they still I'm playing anywhere. Like I get Pro City, they they there. And they they'll be pissed off. They'll find out and I don't even tell them. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause that's how I always was. Like I, I never wanted to promote where I was playing. And that's how I am like as a friend. I'm always like I mean, promoting what I'm doing. Like, your I'm, page is private, I'm, so that says it all, my brother. You heard? <laughs> I done tried already. You heard? Your shit private. <laughs> that says it all. Oh. Nah, but I was always like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know. Even on the court, like, I'm not going to say nothing. But in my mind, I'm saying a lot. I'm going to bust but, your ass. You a yeah, bum. Yeah, but I'm not going to promote and publicize everything and anything I'm doing. I feel like it's going to come out on its own. You go. You always let the work. That's the problem yeah. now. Everybody want to promote their workouts. But that's the era we live in. I f- it ain't my that's era. I'm sorry. So now, Dre. Cause uh, we actually, man, this is. I don't care what y'all say. This is good contact right here. You feel me? Uh. I like this interview. Yeah, I like this. We had we switch everything this around. This is on bro. my top three. You know what? We switch everything and, around. And what I like about it is He's that all eyes is on, is on my He's man on right as here. We gotta pay homage to that. Yeah, and the yeah. people on my live, I yeah. put a picture of you up earlier. They love it, man. And they want, they like, yo, I can't wait. I've been watching him because nah, I'm 30. So my 30 year olds know about you. You feel nah, me? I don't know. I don't know about the younger people, but the people that follow me, they know who Andre Barry is. They know what Andre Barry did. They know. And that, that's, that's one thing that I always say, even like when people start talking about what they did, I'm like, yo, it don't matter what, like, people are going to have their opinion regardless. Like, you could have said, yo, I did this and this and this. They're going to say, okay, cool, but I still uh-huh. like your game. You still ain't, you know, you still garbage to me. Like Sagari. So, so, 
He played me in rice too. Chill out. First of all, I ain't never seen yeah. a seventh one nigga do salsa like that. That boy got moves, son. I ain't even going front. Yo, listen, you know, hey, you know what? Hey, you know why I respect Sagari? Because. He take he his shit. He don't, don't give a fuck. Yo, listen. You got to understand this, though. Nah, but you got to understand. 7-1 don't give a fuck. He's 7-1. He's been that tall all his, his life. life. Imagine what he go through on a daily, daily basis. basis. Nobody and knows. And he been going through that when he was young, like getting on the train, everybody looking at him. I used to like, see that nigga. Like, yo, his head. He didn't even have to jump seven, one. to uh, dunk the... He's, he played with you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for like a year or two. Yeah, yeah. So we were we were talking earlier about... um. This era of high school basketball players. Is there a guard from the tri-state area that reminds you of you right now? And if there isn't, if you even honest, if you even it. follow New York basketball now, I do. I do follow. I like Kenny Satterfield's son. He's that boy. Yeah, yeah. That boy got hard. Okay, what nobody said when he get. I, I don't know about the overall game yet because he's still young. Nah, I seen the overall game. I like it. But his heart. That nigga came here, right here in this little tournament that they got. He right like he's gonna be a little late too. But he gonna work though. He I took, tell you that. He took he gonna over. Make sure Zach gonna Facts. make sure he works. Yeah, he won the game. He, he Championship. Gonna, and it ain't gonna be that yo. He's this and that. He gonna work to be this and that. So I mean. You gotta understand, his pops came from everywhere. That ain't, he gonna let that fly. I like Rams TV. I think it's a lot of kids that, you know what? You don't like them. And, and the, the bad part, and I think this is the problem in New York now, like how we said, like, the younger dudes got the advice from the older dudes. They're not, they don't have that now. Now they get the advice from their peers, and you're listening to people that ain't never played. God they never damn played it. college. Or, or never been in the life. Let him keep and preaching. Not, Let him keep preaching. About cop, I'm not even talking about NBA or overseas. I'm talking about dudes that ain't played college basketball. Some dudes that didn't even play high school basketball. basketball. But they telling you how to get to the NBA. How is that possible? Mm-hmm. That's impossible. And we grew up in an era where. We got. We was talking to dudes that was at that level. They was where we wanted to be. So the things that they said was, it wasn't because they were just saying it. They it was validated through life experience. Yeah. Yeah. They went through these experiences, and I think a lot of guys that have done it on a high level, now with this era, they don't want to. I don't want to be arguing or competing with someone that doesn't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just back off and just let y'all do y'all thing. You get what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure a lot of these dudes feel like that. Kemba, Lance, all these dudes, because you're fighting with someone that doesn't know what, what it takes. I don't know shit. Or you're fighting with someone that doesn't know the experiences of being in an NBA, being in an NBA practice. The, 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 the being in a college. Takes, the time the it atmosphere. takes to get there. Campus. The time that things are, college, what to look for in college. What what off the off the off the court? I haven't took all the class. Yeah. Like they don't know what it, what it means yeah, I to feel be you, bro. Trust the best me. player in New York. Like what comes with that? Ain't no you, you t- listening to him. He doesn't know. All he's done is watch and heard. I heard about this one. I heard about that. One. You don't know it. This is someone that's literally telling you. Look, look out for this. Look out for that. Oh, your coach is doing this. Look, this is why you should react to that. This you shouldn't be. A hothead like him. You get what I'm saying? Like, because at the end of the day, yeah, a hothead like you, because we all played with dudes that were like that. Who yeah. was your dude like that? Oh, that was a hothead? Yeah. 
I mean, you always play with certain dudes like that, because, but at the end of the Yo, day... he's the, media the trained, big, No, he's, I know. Need a name. I, I mean, need a name. there's always... Listen, name. dudes from New York, there's always dudes that, that got hot heads, but at the end of the day, New York, the I, biggest picture was to win. New York, New that Jersey. Because so, I consider New York, New Jersey... Okay, New York, New Jersey. Derek character was a hot head. My year. But, no, but see, you got to understand this. A lot of dudes, the main goal was to win. So if you was going to be a hot head... You're not messing up me from winning. You're not stopping me from winning. So either, listen, you gonna get it? I was a. Uh, or get off the team, beat it. It's one or the other. You're right. And that's how dudes held dudes accountable. You get what I'm saying? That's if, what's wrong. Accountability. Nobody's holding people accountable. Five of us got good attitudes, and we all for one goal, and you got a different attitude. You don't need to play with us because mm-hmm. we don't need you. Because you're gonna hurt us more than you gonna help us. That so, was the. So now you start to think, damn, I don't wanna. Be kicked off the team. I don't want to be the. Author. I want to play with my boys. I want to play with my brothers. So now you trying to fix your attitude to do things the right way, or kind of watch how you acting because you want to be a part of something that's good. But when I was in Hayes, my teammates loved my attitude, though. Not your coach. Yeah, coach hated you. Sorry, that nigga hates me, period. I mean, listen. Yo. Fuck Coach Murray. I hope that nigga ain't even going to go there. Let's keep it positive. So now, man, as always, man, we're having a good conversation. So, Drea, you said that your father just recently told you, you know, Mm -hmm. like, damn, Drea, like, you never got your ass busted. Like, like, you dead nice, right? So that took a... You didn't say that, but... But you know, you nice. Yeah. Um... And it took him kind of like a while, you know, just for him to say that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever kind of like sat back and kind of like took in everything that you was able to like accomplish, you know? Because at the end of the day, you are a fine nine guard. You feel me? And you always get, we always get that question, you know, like his height, you know, I don't think he's going to last, you know, but you've been able to prove that in the high school level and the college level like and in the pro so and this podcast is all about journey so you know before we get off I just want to like to get your opinion on that have you ever like sat back like damn yo like I never thought you know this ride could be like this you know what I I never really sat down and really thought about it because for me I was always living in the moment and in the moment was always proving somebody wrong. So it was always like, you always got a chip on your shoulder when you're playing. Like, oh, but you accomplishing stuff as you're doing it. But it's like, you're not really paying attention to it. You don't even realize, yo, I, I did this. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, it was funny. I didn't realize that I had over a thousand points and a thousand assists in high school. And then when I thought about it, I'm like, that's crazy. Like, over a thousand assists, like that's a lot of assists. You get what I'm saying? But you know, to do it in points and assists, I don't know how many people in New York have done that. Not too many, because if you On got points, level, you don't got assists. Exactly. Like so, Lance, he got points, but he ain't that's got what too I'm many saying. Assists. So, like to even to think about that, you like you must have been doing a lot out there, but you can't sit back and like focus on that because if I would have sat there and focused on that, then I was already to the next goal, like college. You get what I'm saying? Like what I did in high school, didn't, after that, it was done to me. Like, okay, high school's over with. I, now my next challenge is college. 
You go to college, you go to all college, you get inducted to the Hall of Fame. And I did that much to get in the Hall of Fame. Like, how, you know how, did, how did that make you feel when they told you that? Like, how, how did you feel? I mean, I was shocked because I'm like, because it dance. happened quick though. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like it right? took yeah, but it it was like I was still in my playing. Like, it wasn't like you know you was done stop playing. playing and then you get inducted and they they kind of remember you. Then it was like you still playing and. No, we're gonna bring you back in. Whenever niggas so, remember me in college, they remember me for selling weed, B. That yo, shit is yo, crazy, yo, son. yo, we digressing, yo. <laughs> What's up? That, yo? that shit is crazy, my nigga. Yo, yo, you know Gabby, yo, that nigga Listen, used to have man. the haze, though, yo, son. Yo. Like, that man's haze was fire. Gabby. That's Gabby. when we used to sell point three Gabby. for $10. Yeah, Gabby. 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 Yo, hey, you heard? Gabby. You heard me? I just have to throw that out there. Cause Gabby, we flowing and then... Like, no, we are flowing, but my man is still going to keep flowing. No, I just have to throw that out there. Nah, but yeah, like, uh, I never really sat back and thought about it. Because even... Even like even look at it, for five nine players to be in the NBA, it's a small list of that. Mm-hmm. That's Very what I'm saying. I ain't never really look at it because I'm not looking at size. I'm not going in there saying, "Yo, I'm five nine, five ten, and yo." I'm not gonna make it. I'm not supposed to make the NBA. Like that's I'm looking at you, like yo, I'm, I'm a basketball to be player. I'm supposed to be here, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but then when you look back, it's like you're not supposed to be there. You're not supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? You're not supposed to be playing varsity as a freshman. You're not supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, dudes your size do not do this. They don't do this. And it's a million dudes your size walking around looking at you like, how in the hell you did this? But in your own box, you like, I'm supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know what y'all think. I don't even know who you looking at. Like, in my mind, I'm 6'11". Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'll be looking at dudes that be tall, like, imagine if I had... That's you know what I'm saying? Listen, <laughs> hey, listen, oh, I know I'm not making it away, and I still say the same yeah, shit, everybody bro. say that, but at the end of the day, I did it with my, my height. I did it with what I had. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't stretch myself out. Like, I, I don't want to create a sour moment, but you talked a lot about your teammate Griffin. Mm-hmm. Um... How did you handle him um, transitioning the tragic way he did? Um, I mean, it was it was kind of tough for me because me and him spoke a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even like when he was in Minnesota, I was in Houston. We still conversated. Like, even he was in Houston before I even got there. When mm-hmm. I was in college, he got drafted by Houston, so mm-hmm. he played a couple of years for them. Yeah. And then when he left and he was in Minnesota, that's when I. First year I was in Houston, but um, I mean, it's just crazy what a lot of people go through in life, and they don't you know, seek help to a lot of people. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's serious. Like people think like yo, because you actually you making all this money. Like you don't you like you, you can't go through shit. Life, like like Biggie said, more money, more problems. Yeah, my but brother. but you they act like you don't have. A life issues, family yeah. issues, and things that happen to normal people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we go in the house and we gotta wash our dishes and clean up, put our pants on the same way everybody else does. Mm-hmm. So, for, with him, you know, a lot of times, you know, he'll speak to me, and we was roommates in, in college. So, like, mm. you know, I seen, I know him, you know, on, on a, a different, different level because like, he lived with Like, it. people don't understand what he went through before he even got into the NBA. His mm-hmm. brother passed away in school. Mm-hmm. When we was in school, he didn't want to go to the NBA. 
he asked me personally, yo, Dre, can, is it okay with you? Like, he asked me, yo, is it okay if I go to the NBA? Like, and I'm looking at him like, are you kidding me? You about to be a top 10 pick. What you asking me for? Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't ask you, but that's how the type of person he was. He cared about what you thought about. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, and is it gonna fuck? Up, is it gonna fuck you up? Like, is mm-hmm. me going to the NBA? Yeah, that's gonna mess everything we came up. In together, we came mm-hmm. in together. So his whole thing was like, we gonna, we're gonna do this together. together right. You know what I mean? The, the first year didn't go how we expected it because of you know on off the court issues, all types of stuff. But he really was concerned, yo. Should I go? Asking me, he asked my pops, yo. Like he really reached out and we had a sit down and I'm like, why are you asking me? Like, first of all, your brother just passed away. You need to go and do something. Provide for the fam. Provide for the fam. Maybe you getting drafted might, you know, bring some happiness and, and change you changing people's lives. Like, dog, go. So his parents had they had to bury two kids. Yeah. Mm, that's crazy, son. You get what I'm saying? So like that whole, even that whole situation, people don't understand what he was going through. And you know, you, you think about, oh, you get drafted on, but you still, it's still think lot, that's man. still in your mind because his brother was the one that, one that he got two brothers. Now that brother was the one that kind of got him into basketball. Mm-hmm. So for him, and it's crazy, a lot of people don't know this, him and his brother kind of wasn't talking for a little bit. During that time period. So that probably the fuck so him up even more. his brother passing away was during the period when they weren't talking. Mm-hmm. So think about a 19-year-old, 18-year-old kid, brother who stepped away. Guided him. Yeah, then you you cut him off while you're in school because y'all get into, you know, a little... A family dispute. Don't talk to him for a little bit. He passed away with a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? So now you taking that... Upon that stays with you. Yeah, but now you got even more situations and, and problems. Now you're a professional. You're an NBA guy. You're making millions of dollars, more money than you ever seen. More people coming out of nowhere. You get what I'm saying? Like it's more issues that you got to deal with. So things probably was going on with him that I wish that I was able to be around him more. But because of the fact that. You know, he was over there. There was distance. We, yeah, we couldn't really, like, have a real sit-down. kind of Maybe, you know, who knows? I'm not saying my words would have changed anything, anybody else's words, but we never know. But, you know, what people thought of him, he cared a lot. He cared about. So certain things he did, he felt like he was moving in a cage. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, oh, and yeah. then he dealing with other issues. So... I mean, a lot of stuff that, you know, I wish that I was able to even talk to him about it before it happened or whatever, you know, didn't get a chance to. But one thing I will say about him is that he was a great dude. Like, people don't understand. Like, he cared. He cared a lot. He you know what's crazy? Family. Most of those he people, they care family. about everybody except they, themselves. Yeah. Exactly. They so worry about everybody else, they forget sure. about themselves. Exactly. The, the third thing is and that that's I just what seen, fucks uh, me up. The yo. NBA just, uh, I know Adam Silver and uh, 
the union president. Shout out to Adam Silver because he's actually, doing a way uh, better job than the other nigga. They were saying how uh, <laughs> David Stern, that nigga, how they um now they 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 like implemented like more um, mental health services, mental health services like to. for players, you, you know, like to. you know dealing with anxiety, you know depression, you know stress. So um, it's a lot going on. And like I was saying earlier, you know, yes, you know they're in the NBA, you know. They're, you know, playing college basketball. Whatever the case may be, you know, they're still human at the end of the day. And we all go through shit. And you got to look at it, too. We're dealing with the era where it's social media. Yeah. So, before, like that I said before, crazy. yeah, people looked at you and all that, but it wasn't going to always get out. It could be a rumor. You get know what I'm saying? Something oh, say everybody. Something. Now, you off the flick of the phone, you like, oh, this happened? Like, you get know what I'm saying? Now, you can literally direct say something to that person mm-hmm. while they're going through whatever they're going through. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So now it's a some people can't handle that. Right. You're getting bombarded and attacked from all different ways off your phone, which your phone is your major communication. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you look at. You open the phone, boom, got a million mentions and people saying all types of crazy stuff. Anything can happen. You could be in the game and do something stupid. Yeah. Nah, they doing that. People, some people are sensitive. Some people say. I, Hell with that. Some people are like, yo, you know what? It is what it is. How, deal with it. how did your first mill go? Your first mill. What? How did it go? What do you mean? Like, first million dollars. Your first million I mean, dollars. Went, how, how, family wise, phone call wise, cell phone blowing up wise. Nah, it. I th- I you think, know what? My whole. Everything I did was quiet like that wasn't like loud so like yeah that's one thing about sure my family fun. everybody good like it wasn't like yo i'm gonna be out if you see me see me if you don't you no don't. i'm not making a billboard and doing all the, it ain't happening right. i didn't heard people say yo i just seen trade drop out of it yeah but you you seen it everybody ain't seen it. It. that's right. it you know what i'm saying so everybody's different some people when they when they get theirs they just Smart, inve- smart investments? Yeah, people do, certain people do that. Some people just, they just enjoy that. I say one thing, when you make money, you want people to enjoy it around. So some people allow people to enjoy it too, too much, much. And it's too loud. But one thing I think all athletes to say is when you begin to make money, you want everybody around you that grew up with you to, to enjoy it to too. Enjoy it too. Now some people might take full advantage of that, but your intentions is it's not all for me. I want everybody to enjoy it. I want my friends to enjoy. It. I want y'all to see the fun that I'm having. I want to see, you know, I want to see the smile on on my mom's face, on on my sister's face. You get what I'm saying? Like that's I think your first intentions, and then you know I guess as it builds, the more you get, you kind of get tired of. Okay, now everybody's happy. Did that first meal take your parents out the hood? Everybody's good, man. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> man, listen. I like that. I like that. I like so, that. I like that, man. I love that. I personally, man, I think uh, we covered everything that I wanted from you. Like I said, one of the reasons why I wanted you on this show is because it's have about a story. journeys. You have a story, and I feel that everybody like needs to know your story because you paved the way for a lot of people, man. Shout out. You, like, you like what you just did. said, you haven't like sat back and like maybe like look back at it but you know i have you know and so so is our best friend and like 
So said one of the reasons why he went the rights was because of you. Like, you don't understand, like, so like, like, you know, the shit from you, you know? And I was having this conversation with him today. I was like, yo, I feel like that's dope that you always pay homage, you know, to the people that came before you. He was like, yeah, son, like, you have to, you know? And I think that's something that a lot of people, you know, don't do, you know? I feel like a lot of young people, you know, don't don't try to seek information from like an OG that mm-hmm. what you were saying, you know, experience, you know. Not saying you're too old though, you know, baby. You know, not, not, not talking about the no, game, that, you know. That's, that's real though, because we all looked up to people like that. I, I looked up to Mark Jackson and Ross Strickland, those guys, Kareem. And when you like, was around, like, you was observing. Dudes, like, so it was like, yo, they were passing the torch. So you went to certain places because they was there. Like, even like so, it's like, we family, you went to Rice, you family, all Rice dude, we always say we all family. Like, you know what Yeah, we all. I saw Cash today. It, it don't all matter good. what each other's doing, we want to see everybody do good. So, you know what I mean? When, when Sosa's in Louisville, yo, I'm yelling, yeah, like, that's my, my little man. Like, yo, Kimba, like, people don't understand, like, when, when Kimba had that bad his first year, when, mm-hmm. where, I think it was his first year or second year, where... He didn't have like a great year, like sophomore year, and then he came back that that junior year destroyed that everybody. Year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that sophomore year, I never forget. I was in town and I was working out in Jersey, and I was like, "Yo, I saw him, bumped into him, whatever." And he was, I was, he was like, "Yo, I be having trouble getting to the gym, like playing." So I'm like, "Yo, yo, listen, I work out in Jersey. I got the gym, got this dude working out, whatever, whatever." I'm like, "Yo, I'll come and get you every day because I know how it is." To You've been come there. back to New York. You've been there. It's hard to get in the gym. Like, you know what I mean? We don't want nothing from nobody. We just want to get in the gym. gym. Mm-hmm. I used to drive to the Jersey to the Bronx, pick them up, we go hoop, work out, take them back, bring them back. And, and we had like conversations where it was like, yo, like I used to tell them, yo, this year you had a, your sophomore year, you struggle a little bit, but all the people who turned their back on you or what. I guarantee they're gonna turn back around and they're gonna follow you. And I'm like, yo, look, basketball's ups and downs. Like you can't dwell Peaks on you get what I'm saying? Like, as long as you stay even kill, kill. you gonna I be good. Cause you know how good you are. You ain't gotta have no confirmation from anybody else to tell you how good you are, how good you're not. You know what I mean? You know. You wouldn't have got to this point if you would have listened to everybody else. And when he had that great year, I swear. Year was I, and I, I, I used to tell him, yo, when I used to pick him up, I'm like, yo, dog, I don't want nothing from you because you wanna know why? There was somebody that did that for me. So I want you to do that for the next young dude. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Exactly, like the same man. thing. He did, he did that for Shabazz. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I want you to do that for the next young dude because they looking at you. Just like how you was looking at me, all y'all I was looking at somebody, like, we all looking at each other. So this is more valuable than anything. And when he had that good year, I told him, I said, yo, dog, I told you. I told you. That's all I said. I said, yo, I told you. And he was like, yo, Dre, yo, you was right, everything. And I'm like, yo, listen, that's all I was here for, to, to give you that. Pass that torch. Yeah. somebody did to me. me. Right. You know what's crazy? Let me just me. say this. Listen, man, 2018, ain't a lot of niggas like you, bro. <laughs> ain't a lot of niggas like us. Because, listen, if I could help a young kid out, like, I wasn't ranked or nothing but you know if i could help a young kid out that don't know shit i would love that and let me tell you You one more thing you're seeing somebody doing it and it's not about yo the competition of yo you did better than me i did better than you nah you should you supposed to you got the cheat code 
You get what I'm saying? That's and like if I, if I take a test, I know all the answers. I get a B. I'm giving you the answers. You better get an A. You better. You get what I'm saying? Right you better. Yeah. I'm giving you the answers. And one more thing. So, you, you never answered this question. Who the hell is your favorite young kid right now? My favorite. I mean. I like them. I like them all. I'm pick gonna one, Dre. I think, but you gotta uh, pick one, Dre. Yo, he's just saying he like them all. None of them really. Name a couple out. though, so we can Listen, give them some love. I, no, because you wanna know why everybody else giving them love, so they don't need all the love. They, they gassing need to them. Prove it. They need to prove. I feel you. What? Where they? Where they? Cause what they did in high school, when they get to college, it don't matter. That no doesn't more. mean nothing. That don't I matter. Start all over. So if facts. I praise you what you did in high school, guess what? And you think that you go to college and it's going to be like that? No, it ain't going to be like that. You got to work for it to be like that. You like the Jelly Fam kid? I like him. Isaiah Washington? But he had an eye opener when he went to college his first year, which everybody is. But I'm pretty sure ain't nobody told him, yo, what you was doing in high school. That's the problem, not going to happen when you get in That's the year. problem, though. But he learned his lesson. And hopefully this year he can have a good year. He can have a great year. But What, what do you think of Shamari Pons? I think he could go, too. I like his game, but it like I said, yo, listen. It's all up to it's you. It's a journey, like how you said. It's a journey. This is a journey. It's gonna be ups and downs. You're gonna have good times, bad times. But guess what? You gotta stay on the path of the goal. Whatever your goal is, so how you stay handle on the it. path. Because the minute you start being hyped over, yo, they said I'm this and that, and you start running with that, you're done. Once you That's get knocked down, you ain't gonna be able to get back up. Man, listen. One more thing. You from the Bronx. Facts. How you feel about the Yankees busting these niggas' ass? <laughs> oh, shit. It's 8-1. I ain't even Hey, how you feel I about the Yankees busting these niggas' ass? He mad. I didn't even to throw that out there. Man, so, man, the Hey Now podcast, a conversation with a bunch of nobodies. Having man. a conversation with a legend. With a legend. New NYC. NYC man, um, definitely open the door. Shout for out to all guards. the small guards. If you was a guard coming up in NYC and you didn't appreciate Andre Barry, that means you suck. Uh, shout out to fact. my man Malcolm Grant. My man said, yo, MG, I, yo, that's my man. Malcolm said, yo, I wanted to be Andre so bad. Nigga yo, said I was I, nigga said I was mad at my parents I wasn't licensed. <laughs> <you know? laughs> 